Welcome to the TSO Podcast. I'm Kathleen Kajioka from the New Classical FM. I tend to be happier on stage if I'm a little uncomfortably nervous during the day. I find nerves a great gift. That's TSO Music Director Peter Unjin. You'll hear more from him later in the show. Our first guests are two behind-the-scenes heroes of the TSO. TSO Production Manager Chris Walworth and Assistant Production Manager Elena Vio. Chris Walrath is in his 20th season with the TSO. His role with the orchestra involves coordinating the efforts of musicians, staff, and the venue to make the shows come together. Elena Vio is an opera stage director, conductor, and production manager. She's also the founder and artistic director of Loose Tea Music Theatre. Chris and Elena join me and my co-host, TSO principal bass Jeff Beecher, in studio now. Chris and Elena, welcome. Hello. So what is the role of the production team on tour? I guess the first thing, like what we do for the orchestra at home, is logistics, trying to manage getting the stage set in such a way that the orchestra has the best possible way to play, uh, the orchestra's most comfortable in whatever stage we happen to be in. It's a little more tricky when we're on the road, of course, because we have to bring much what we need with us when we travel. We'll have the equivalent of a tractor trailer full of musicians' instruments and uh, wardrobe that need to arrive on time at every destination, get unpacked, laid out somewhere in the backstage where the musicians can find everything, and the stage needs to be set up for the particulars of whatever the concert is. What kind of timing does that involve? What does an average day on tour look like with a TSO? It's long. Um, We usually are traveling in the morning um, or the day before, and then we will get there for a um, 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock load-in that usually takes a few hours. We'll take a dinner break, and at that point, musicians will start to trickle in and be asking questions and want to know where their instruments are and where the uh, dressing rooms are and wardrobe. Uh, So we try to be on hand for that. Um, Sometimes we have a sound check or rehearsal beforehand and then we will turn it over to the house and start the concert and then a two or two and a half hour concert goes by and then we load out uh, usually until about 11 or 11 30 at night so it's a good 14 at least hour day usually oh chris you've been at this for a while i have a question for you what is your worst touring logistics nightmare and has it ever come true well if an instrument doesn't arrive, then we might lose a musician, but with all due respect to uh, the players of the orchestra, if we lose one string player for a concert, it's not going to be a big deal. If the truck doesn't arrive, we have all the cellos, all the double basses, half the violins, all the percussion, the harp, um, and what everybody wears. (laughs) on stage. Pretty much 99% of the orchestra ships their concert attire with us. So you don't have much to work with. That's about my worst nightmare, that or damage to an instrument. It's not about the value of the instrument. We have some incredibly valuable instruments on tour. It's taken me a while to realize that the dollar value means nothing. The musicians in our orchestra playing at this level have an incredibly intimate relationship with their musical instrument. And you swap that for a different instrument, it completely changes the way that they play. 
I've seen our musicians, for various reasons, need to replace an instrument. And uh, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. So, Elena, besides crossing your fingers, what else are you looking forward to in this tour upcoming? Uh, so this will be my first international tour, um, which I'm quite excited for and uh, have a lot of uh, energy, both positive and nervous, uh, going into it. It's um, a long tour, especially the Europe part gets very uh, tricky. There's a lot more things to coordinate and... I think the coolest part is going to be seeing all these different venues. From what I've learned on our previous tours, they're all different in their own way, and it's a great learning experience to see how the different crews work together, how the different halls sound, how they're created, when they were created, and how we get all of these instruments. Like in Prague, we actually have to load out um, outside of the city and then bring them in uh, via different transport because um, they have narrow streets and have certain laws about what type of vehicles can be allowed in the city centers. So it'll be quite the adventure to uh, have to unload outside of the city, then bring it into the city center, load back into the hall, and then the same thing back, which you know you wouldn't think here because we don't have those issues. So yeah, the, the historic and the uh, the new concert halls and whatnot is all going to be quite exciting. Very cool. Thank you both so much for joining us. Thank you. Welcome. That was TSO production manager Chris Walruth and assistant production manager Elena Vio. We wish them luck on tour over the next two weeks. You're listening to the TSO podcast. Stay with us. Our next guest is TSO music director Peter Ungen. He led the TSO on their last international tour to Florida in January of 2016, and he spent the last couple of years planning for this upcoming tour of Israel and Europe. Jeff caught up with Peter Ungen backstage to find out what tour planning entails. Take a listen. Peter, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeff. So, Peter, seven concerts in six cities, two continents, four countries, three concert programs with two different soloists. That's a lot of planning. I wasn't aware of that. Thanks for pointing that out, Jeff. Yeah, it is a lot of planning, and it's been a very exciting thing. It's been going on for more than two years, probably. But I always felt it was really important, if possible, to get the TSO to go to Israel and have this kind of cultural exchange. So we're playing two concerts in Israel, in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. Tell us who we're joined by and what kind of music we're going to be sharing. Well, um, Maxim Vengerov, the amazing violinist, is going to be our soloist. The, the program is the same both nights. And it's the Brahms Violin Concerto, which is uh, still, I think, one of the greatest masterpieces ever written. Uh, Vorjak 7. I would say Vorjak's greatest symphony. Other people would argue with me. But, I mean, for me, in my own experience, it's a very, very dark, deep, uh, and profound, and moving, and exciting piece. And then we're opening that program with a piece by Jordan Powell called Iris. Now, Jordan is our RBC resident composer, and he wrote this piece a few months ago, and we premiered it in Toronto. And uh, I felt it was a very effective piece. So on the Saturday evening performance, we have a fantastic, probably one of Canada's great young talents, Jan Leshetsky, will be joining us. Tell us about that program, what Jan will be playing, and, and what the audience can look forward to on the second half. Well, uh, Jan is playing the Schumann Piano Concerto, which is a piece that he recorded very early in his career. We will start with arguably the best-known piece of Czech music, Smetana's Overture to the Bartered Bride, which they specifically requested. 
So we have to try to equal the performances of the great Czech orchestras, and particularly the Czech Philharmonic, when we go there. And then in the second half, the Concerto for Orchestra uh, by Bela Bartok. And I feel it a great privilege to be doing that piece in Europe generally, but particularly in this beautiful Smetana Hall. And then the other program is uh, the Moravets Carnival Overture. Moravets, of course, a, a Canadian Czech, a uh, very skilled composer. And the Carnival Overture is actually quite a popular opener. And following the Moravets will be the Brahms Valley Concerto again with Maxim Vengerov and the Vojak 7. And believe me, the opportunity to play Vojak 7 in the Prague Festival is both a privilege and fairly intimidating. So, Peter, you have an incredible touring history, of course, with the Tokyo String Quartet and as music director here with the Toronto Symphony Orchestra. Pre-concert ritual, does it change on tour for you? Are you, uh, are you having to alter what you do before a show? Uh, it's pretty much the same. Um, I'm just in a hotel room instead of in my place when I'm in Toronto or somewhere else. What I try to do, essentially, is have a new day begin uh, at about, you know, sometime in the late afternoon by being horizontal for a while, mm-hmm. maybe asleep, maybe not possibly a little meditation, just enough food in my stomach that I will have strength for the concert, but not so much that I'm busy digesting. And uh, what I find is that I tend to be happier on stage if I'm a little uncomfortably nervous during the day. I find nerves a great gift. Some of the scariest performances I've had was when I was too comfortable all day. And then you don't have that sudden change where the adrenaline, which is uncomfortable, turns into this positive energy. But people try to fight them. Uh, They're a gift. Go with it. That's what I say. We were speaking about this on our, our last week's show, airplanes and sleep. Are you able to do it? Do you have a method, or are you, are you watching 10 movies during the flight? My wife gets so aggravated because she always calls it my gate-to-gate nap. Uh, there's something about an airplane, as soon as it starts moving, that I just become comatose. And sometimes I actually do sleep. I don't even hear the takeoff. I don't hear the landing. If I have a window seat and a, one of those really clever cushions, uh, I'm, I'm very happy to be uh, asleep on a plane. And I don't tend to drink alcohol on a plane because it dehydrates you pretty badly. You're taking care of yourself, Peter. It's a real pleasure to hear that. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jeff. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. That was TSO Music Director Peter Ungen. Catch him leading the TSO as the season continues. That brings us to the end of this week's TSO podcast. Don't forget, let us know what you think of the show. Send an email to community at tso.ca or leave a note on our Facebook or Twitter pages. For more music and stories from the Toronto Symphony Orchestra, join us on Sunday Night with the TSO. That's every Sunday at 8 p.m. on the new Classical FM. I'm Kathleen Kajioka. Join us next Monday for another episode of the TSO Podcast. This Mother's Day, treat mom and yourself to a night at the Toronto Symphony Orchestra. Escape into the passionate intensity of Walton's spectacular oratorio, Belshazzar's Feast, plus Berg's towering violin concerto, June 2nd and 3rd only. Book $25 tickets when you buy two or more with promo code just for mom. Hurry, this special Mother's Day offer won't last long. Order superb seats now at tso.ca.